0: On the second night of Pesach, we're introduced to a mitzvah of Sfirah Saimah. And the question that is often asked is that we have to understand, we've just kind of come out of Mitzrayim, we've just had a Seder night, at least one, with three people, we've shown our by leaning, by drinking wine. It's cavalic, we're three people. What's this new mitzvah, Svirah Sa'imeh? What do we need this mitzvah to count Svirah Sa'imeh? Of course, the Torah tells us V'machos that's Poshib pshat. But obviously it goes a little bit deeper than just the Poshik in the Torah. What's the actual essence? What's the meaning? And what's the insight for us? And I think there's a gavaldig yisoyt that we can get out for our own lives, for this man, and in particular for life. Kelal saw left Mitzrayim. They were free people. After hundreds of years of back-breaking labor, of difficulty, sour of pain, they were able to go free and they tasted that freedom. But there's something more than that. To be free is not a means of an end. To be free is just the first stage. After you're free, you have to know what you're going to do with it. And therefore the Torah says, "Umi sa Shabbos, immediately, right after we need to count Sfirah Sa'oymeh because we are counting towards something. What are we counting towards? We're counting towards Kabbalah satayah. We're counting towards the Yontav of Shavuos. And therefore, immediately, after we're free, forget that's the right time. At the time where Kalal Yisrael felt that freedom, immediately, start counting. Start doing something. Start counting towards a goal. Freedom is not the end. Freedom is just a way of enabling yourself to be able to do what needs to be done now do it you know the arim, asks a very famous question and it's a question that I'm sure we've heard over the years and it's probably an answer we've also heard over the years but like the says in the Akdomah, we have to keep continuing to repeat the same things again and again why are we counting day number one day number one why don't we count day 49 and go down you know, Lahavdil, Elef NASA, when they're counting towards the rocket launching, it goes four, three, two, one, boom, and then it works. Well, let's take another example. Take a fresh chasin. He just became a chasin, it's kavaldik. The simcha he has is mayudik. Beautiful. What does he do? He gets a present from the color. What's the present? The present is a brand new clock. That's a very special clock. You type into the clock when the chasana is, the date of the chasana, and the exact time of the Chuppah, and it will tell you how many days, how many hours, how many minutes, and how many seconds until you will be standing under that Chuppah. It's amazing. You count down towards it. Let's take a bocha. Benazmanim is coming up. How many days until Manim? When can I leave? When's it over? Right? We're counting down the days. You ever saw a guy coming into Yeshiva saying, okay, today is the first day of the Zman, tomorrow is the second day, what are you counting towards? You count to bein the No, if you count to something, you count down to something. Why are we counting one, two, three, four? In that way, as opposed to counting, there's 49 days till Kabbalah Satora. There's 48 days till Kabbalah Satora. There's two days till Kabbalah Satora. What's P'sha? Kaddushim says Amorite Kazach. And he says, so you have to understand, many people think that Sefirah Sa'ayma is a countdown to Shavuos. It's a countdown to Kabbalah Sato. If it was, then we would go 48, 47, 46, 45. We'd go that way. Why? Because we're counting towards that. So the Chadush that Sefirah Sa'ayma is not that. Sefirah Sa'ayma is a count that every single day is a day of its own and can be counted on its own for spiritual growth leading, yes, to Kabbalah Satorah. Yes, leading to Yom of Shuvuz. Because we have to prepare ourselves. Because we have to get there. And the way to do that is by counting each day as its own day. As opposed to count down towards something. And that's why we count each day as its own day. Because today is day number one. Today is day number two of what? Of an opportunity. It's an opportunity. You know, Klal came out of Mitzrayim. They were out holding on the lowest madriga of tuma existing. They were almost at the point of no return. Within seven weeks, they became almost neviy. They heard Kaviochov on the Rabbi Nishaloy. Well, how do you do that in seven weeks? How in seven? Well, this is a lifetimes of work. You go from the lowest all the way to the high. How do you do that? The answer to the Sorem is very simple. That there's a special Siat HaDishmai at the time between Pesach and Shavuos. That a person can grow. That a person can reach heights. That other times of the year would be manageable, attainable, but much harder. When it comes to this time of the year, there's a tremendous, tremendous Siat HaDishmai. like what happened over there. It's what happens now. In fact, the Ramchal, in Derech Hashem brings that. It wasn't just there. It's every single generation. And every year, we have the same siyata And we have to understand that, we have to realize that, that Kalal saw left as a nation broken, on a low level, and within seven weeks, they had become people that were almost in the almost seeing the rabbi nishalom in Kaviyachal. And that means every single one of us could basically do that, and could use our time, and do something. In the in the Kriya Satoya of Pesach, we read by Yikach Moshe's Atz Moshe Yosef. And Moshe himself went to go and get the bones of Yosef when everyone in Khalisor were busy collecting the treasures from the Egyptians. Moshe Rabbeinu was wise and he went to do the mitzvahs. He went to go and collect the bones. It says, Chazal Imishle Perik Yud Posuk Ches Chacham Yikach Mitzvahs. Zuk Hazal, it's referring to Moshe Rabbeinu and Kalaliso were busy collecting their money. What was Moshe Rabbeinu doing? Collecting the mitzvahs. Doing something that he was meant to do. And what does Hazal call him? Because it's a wise person that knows how to take advantage of the moment. It's a wise person that knows how to utilize the time in the way that he's meant to do. Tell you, a motika This maisa is what Rav Chaim Levin, or Shishiva, tells. And he says over the story... About his last encounter with his rebbe, his rebbe Rebbele Meir Bloch, the Rosh Hashiva of Tels, was in hospital. He was about to leave the world, and this was his rebbe that he had been with and learned everything from. He meant the world to him, and he was standing by his bedside as he was about to leave the world. And he hears that his rebbe is whispering something, so he puts his ear to the mouth. What's the hear? What's his rebbe saying? In those last few moments, what's his Rebbe saying at this moment of time? What's on his Rebbe's mind? And he hears the following words. A mishpat, a it's, a, it's a harsh judgment. He didn't understand. This was a yid that had so much simcha in his life. He was always with simcha. He was always with so much happiness. And he didn't have an easy life. He had a, had a really hard life. He had lost a wife and four children, Rachman and Eslan, in the Holocaust. And he wrote Chidush Torah at the time, and he wrote on his Chidushim, you should excuse me and be moichel me, and don't think I'm doing something terrible by writing Chidushim at this terrible time, but it's the only way of me continuing to live. And he had so much simcha, and throughout his hard life, his Talmudim never heard one word of complaint, none, one word of anything that was negative. And all of a sudden now, After his incredible life, what he accomplished, it's a shvera mishpat. And he managed to say, Rebbe, Rebbe, what's going on? What do you mean, shvera mishpat? What's so bad? And Rebbe said, I'll tell you. Rebbe managed to turn him over. He said, I'll tell you, my whole life I was busy. I was busy with the yeshiva. I was busy with the talmudim. I was busy teaching Torah. I was busy learning Torah. I was busy. I was doing something. I'm in a hospital bed. There's nothing I can do. I can't teach. I can barely learn. I can't do anything. That's a shveri When you can't do anything, that's difficult. Because if a person understands and appreciates every moment that he has in this earth, and he knows that he can use it for something, then if he cannot do it, he realizes that loss. You know, this week, we lost a giant. We lost an absolute giant. Uh, I'm not qualified to speak about him, but just I cannot not say anything. I have to say something. Just because it hits home at this point. A Yid that built moisted after moisted after moisted. Because he needed it, he didn't need any of it. He did it because he saw the need. He got up and he did something. He took his life and he used it. He used every moment. He was busy. As someone that understands that life can accomplish so much. That can do so much. is incredible. There are so many more people that can do that. On our small level, each and every one of us can build on our personal level. He was a Yid, a giant of a Yid, that was able to build Nishamas that was able to, unbelievable what he accomplished in his small little life of 64 years, was able to accomplish so much. But why? Because he was special, better than any of us? Probably, yeah. But more than that. Because he saw the need and he did it. He took his time, he utilized it, and he was able to build. Rabbi Isai, the mitzvah of Svirah Soima teaches us exactly that. The mitzvah of Svirah we know there's a showing him. Is it one mitzvah with 49 parts, but it's one? Or is it every day is a separate mitzvah? And you're getting 49 mitzvahs every single day you count. showing him, no real psak. What do we do? We do both. The point is, we could say that possibly this showing him. It's a big side for life. One mitzvah. There's one goal. We need a long-term goal. We need to get there. But there's also separate mitzvahs. Every day is its own personal goal. Every day, every moment, every hour, every second, we can accomplish. Rabbi Isai, all of you came to Yeshiva. Baruch Hashem. Chazdeh Hashem. I thank the Rabbi Nishloim that you all came back to Eretz Yisrael, to Rishalayim and to the Yeshiva. It's beautiful. We're here. You're free from all the tithers and Yitzharas and problems over there. You're free. Now you're here. What are you going to do with that freedom? What are you going to do with the time that you have? You've got 10 weeks, Rabbi Sai. 10 weeks to use for what? To utilize, to use to the most. Use every moment you have to use for growth, to become a better person. As we saw from the Svarim, this is the time of growth unmatched to any other time of the year. The growth that we can have at this time is unbelievable. It's special. Rabbi said. let's use every moment we have, and be'ez HaShem, the Rabboi Shoma, give us siyat HaTishmaya, that we'll come to Kabbalah HaTorah, as a kli kibble, that we're ready to accept the Torah, to keep the Torah, and to live with the Torah.